Kuzumo Zespa in my DeLorean. War is over, I'm a piece of Mandalorian. The story is dumb, Star Wars historians. Go back, all of that. Welcome to the Scum and Villainy Podcast. This is an interview series. This is the real series. The real thing. The real podcast. We are here for you talking about worlds, talking about Wave 5, talking about everything. We've got the crew together. We're going to start with Mark Fletcher, better known as the one, the only Saber Griffin. Mark, uh, you've got an article out, uh, a game of morale. What's what's up with that? So, there are a lot of aspects to this game that are not directly related to the game. They're not the, the ships, they're not the dice. There are concepts that go beyond that, deeper concepts. This one is trying to explore the concept of morale and how it affects you when you're playing the game. So if, this, you're, if you're losing to a 13-year-old and it's going very poorly... Yes, or an Academy one-shot Suntir fell at range 3 through an asteroid. Or, you know, we, we all get those... Uh, it, most commonly, it happens when you've got a major negative event. You know, you roll blanks on your defense dice, or you have a range one shot and roll blanks on attack, or you lose a ship uh, that you needed. Uh, but it can be a much more pervasive concept, where you're just uh, getting worn down. And so I wanted to explore some of the concepts as well as trying to give suggestions for fighting it. Yeah, that, I, I really liked the article, um, and so I'm really happy you wrote it, and I'm super happy you're here. We're also joined by the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter slash battle droid, uh, Jeff Jones, also known as Theorist. Jeff, uh, you're in uh, the top four for the TCO right now. How's that? How, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Man, it's been, it's, it's been a constant gauntlet of things that counter dash reasonably well all the way to the top, and it doesn't look like it's going to end. I have to beat Whisper, and if I beat Whisper, I have to beat PS8 Corin and a very similar dash in firepower, if not mobility. But it doesn't matter when it's dash on dash about so much. So, you know... I, I actually uh, was... I read... Mark's article, and it reminded me of a game that I played back in Wave 3, where I had stealth on Sunter, and I rushed in to get a free shot at range 3 against the Hawk, and the Hawk's return shot one dice against 5 knocked out my stealth. <laughs> that, I've right. actually got a game that went worse than that, where I had turf and ear that I rushed into range three from a Y-Wing and a Hawk. The Y-Wing rolls its attack, rolls one hit. I roll five blanks. I lose my stealth device and take a damage. Then the Hawk rolls a crit, and I roll four blanks and draw a direct hit. Gone. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly what happened. So, uh, so Jeff, you have been as close to winning one of these online tournaments yeah, as I, just about anybody. And you except s- for the Hilo, where I brought all Y-Wings just because I didn't want to win my own tournament. Yeah. A policy that I have changed. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I have I always qualify, I always do well, and I never make it to the top. Well, I've got it's my time. fingers. I've got I've my got time. I've got my fingers yep. crossed for you. I, I'm I know as we said in the the interview with Paul, we're we're, we're cheering for another Paul Theorist classic. Can't um, happen. All yeah. lost. And finally, we're joined by the one, the only, Scott Williams, Mr. Froggy Scott. I cannot thank you enough for representing the podcast and holding our honor strong um, by making it into the top 32 cut at Worlds. Congratulations, buddy. Like, I can't, I, I cannot thank you enough, and I am so freaking proud of you. Uh, uh, so how do you feel about that? Um, good, good. I, it was, it was really fun playing so many good players and, and it felt good making the, the top cut. Um, I, I tend to have very high expectations for myself. So even though I made top 32, it was like, I, I, I want to make it all the way. <laughs> so, so, you know, I, I, I'm very competitive that way. And maybe that's what you know. Yeah, well, maybe that's part of the part of the package. It yes, that that helps me. It helps me, but um, I didn't actually get to do nearly any of the prep work that I would normally do for a major tournament. So um, yeah, yeah, I kind of want to get into that for a quick second. You basically, I mean, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it was you know you were kind of. In, in some family stuff there for a minute, which is why. Wait a second. That you were on Mon Calamari there for some. For, yes, for I was in Mon Calamari. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> healing your lungs there for a quick second, and you weren't able to play X Wing. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go to Worlds. <laughs> and you showed up and and, 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 and did really well. Um, like, how much prep. I hadn't even have? played the list prior to that. I played. Similar builds, but not exactly that list um, at, you know, at Worlds. So I, I was really, and that's not like how I, I very much subscribe to how Paul um, preps for Worlds. Um, I, I like having, you know, really thought out strategies for how I'm going to handle different builds, like in my head. Um, before I before I go to Worlds, but I didn't I didn't really get to do that. Um, I was actually helping um, Jonathan and Andres uh, prep for Worlds. Like I was just emailing them and telling them my thoughts, and that was kind of my um, X Wing fix for a little bit. Why weren't you emailing me, Scott? I thought we were. Oh, we uh, you boys. Uh, well. I, I'm 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 around. You know. <laughs> it takes two it, to tango, right? It, yeah. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, let's talk about your world's experience. Ricky, <sighs> you didn't do so good. I, I mean, you you had a winning record, did you not? Yeah, I I I flew two different lists. They both performed. Well, let well. let's talk Thursday. Uh, Thursday, I flew Horton Psalm. Which I was very comp like you and I, yeah, uh, theorist and I played not a small amount of games in prep. Like we, we I would a consider lot. it a small amount of games. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I wish we had had more. Yeah. Um. Well, sad. how many did you play? Uh, four or five. 
that's four. Yeah, yeah. We played four. Um, anyways, um, I flew Horton. I flew engine upgrade on Horton. I flew ion cannon turret, uh, proton torpedo, <laughs> then R2D6 and VI, and then four prototypes with chart and refit. Um, and I was really impressed with how it played in most matchups. The problem matchup I found was Han Solo. I, I, I met Han Solo with VI two times. I'm not sure. VI didn't matter. Um, in fact, I saw VI. Uh, I, I saw three Han Solos, and two had VI, one had Predator. And the story was essentially the same every single time. And it was um, Han Solo has three hit points left at the end of the match and I'm essentially dead. Uh, it was just too hard to kill in 75 minutes, and despite the fact that I feel like overall like I had the defense there to handle it, it's just like C-3PO and Engine combined with Falcon title made it very difficult to actually put serious damage on Han Solo as quickly as possible. So did you did you go after him first each each game? Uh, I didn't have the opportunity to. I I was always really? presented. You have engine on everybody. Yeah, I know. I understand this. It just the Han Solos flew completely. Chicken. <coughs> yeah, they were big I, chickens. Yeah, you, I mean, you were basically taking on three Z ninety fives with my and then all of a sudden reinforcements show up. Yeah, exactly. And, and I've seen that plan. Yeah, and and, it, and it's the right plan and it, and it worked out to their benefit and I think that I feel like I could have done quicker damage to the Talas, but it never worked out that way that I did quick enough damage or I either it was my dice rolls were not average enough and that I would and, and I wouldn't hurt the tallest fast enough, or Curtain's proton torpedoes weren't enough. Well, yeah, it, it would be it would be a combination of either Horton's damage wasn't enough, or, or either I didn't do enough damage fast enough to the tallas, or the tallas were doing unnatural damage to the A wings. That, that, that's yeah. very unusual. Yeah, for yeah. Such yeah. small attacks to hurt A wings. Ex- that was that's, that's exactly kind of what A wings right? are supposed to be. For. Yeah, yeah. Like if if I run this matchup twenty Again, more times, I you feel win like, most of them. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and I recognize so, that dice. But, well, I mean, no, oh, are we saying no, dice? no, because there were things in each game. I hate saying dice. I'm saying that they weren't the dice weren't helpful. But I will say that there were things in each game that I probably could have done. Each time I recognized one or two moves that could have got me better concentrated fire on yeah. a on a Falcon, or they could have gotten me a better block on a Tala that would have avoided the concentrated fire for the unlucky damage that the Tala provided, right? Instead of blocking, I got a range one Tala shot, and the Tala rolled unnaturally lucky, I unrolled unnaturally unlucky, and then we have a dead A-wing. Um, and that'll happen at range one. So I mean, there there were many things that I could have done that would have moved the dial at least more evenly. So I don't want to blame dice. And and, and even uh, even the next day, uh, you know, I've referenced this game a bunch of times. The game against Nathan, it's online. But you that's, can... Nathan was Friday. Yeah. Okay. What did you play on Friday? 
Friday, switch list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Friday, I decided that I was no longer going to lose to Han Solo. I was so angry at him from the day before. Really? You, you, you blamed Han Solo for the losses. I did. I did. I just said I'm not going but to lose to him, and I lost felt, your faith in that matchup. Yeah, uh, even though I feel like it was a strong matchup coming in, I wanted a better matchup because at that point I figured I was playing with, if I got in, I was playing with house money, and okay, I was so- going. What did you bring? I brought five TIE Fighters, uh, Academies, and then I brought uh, the Wrecking Ball Shuttle, which is, or the Dog Fighter Shuttle, depending on your, you know, how, how really? your parlance. And I brought, um, yeah, awesome. it was, yeah, it flew. Actually, I, I, I feel better about that, that whole, that whole, um, I just day. found that out. I didn't know that. Yeah, I feel, I feel stronger about that game. Than I did, uh, than I did uh, the Horton matchup. I really do. Like I think it did better. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so uh, I and then I flew. You know the the wrecking ball. I mean, this is your list, except I flew it a little bit differently. Um, Probably yeah. everybody yeah. does. Well, no, I I, I I loaded it out a little bit differently. I flew uh, shuttle Omicron with engine upgrade, rebel captive, advanced sensors, and uh, tactician. And Tactician won me two games. Uh, hmm. Yeah, Tactician. Oh, actually, the reason why was I saw Scott and and Jonathan do so well with Tactician that I I thought I've got two points. The PS One doesn't matter anymore. No one like worst case scenario. I I set up last. You want to know something funny? Yeah. Since making that list, I added Tactician. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad that we reached the same conclusion. Um, and Tactician won me two games, and I went three and three with that. Overall, I feel like I played better with that list, and I feel like I feel pretty darn confident that, I mean, if I have average dice versus Nathan, I win that. I feel pretty darn confident that if I would have not avoid, if I would have won the matchup against Nathan, I would have won and gotten into the the top thirty-two. Um, the problem was is that I lost a game versus Captain Typo. That Captain Typo just outflew me on. I mean, th- yeah. that that's a straight matchup win versus him. But he was very good about delaying and forcing me to take a bad line and then just punishing me for it. And credit to him. Yeah, and I'm that- not sure if he <clears throat> borrowed that list from from Vaughn Michael, mm-hmm. or if he just came up with the same list. But I saw Michael put that list together in Wave Three. And then it was my, good then too, but nobody played it. In my game versus Nathan, um, I had two ship uh, build. I think that's why. I think a lot of people get scared of a, a two ship list. Not anymore. I think they're. I oh, think that's I, changing. I agree, but I think that's probably why. Not what very what happened on it. Friday, Ricky? Uh, why, why did you not make it? Uh, well, it's just so good. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it and I am. I know. I know you lost to Nathan and Dice. Dice yeah. and brilliant play by Cornhorn was involved. Well, okay, let me go ahead and say that the last game I knew I was out, and so it was a, it was definitely a beer game, and and I and I was playing a phantom, and I thought to myself at that point, like I'm already out, um, so I thought to myself I'm going to drink beer, I'm going to enjoy myself. I was playing. Ian Hamp, I believe, and I like Ian. I've met him last year at Worlds, and so he and I were basically just talking X-Wing and playing. So I was out. But, I mean, I effectively was knocked out by Nathan. So I was knocked out by Captain Typo, who outflew me, and then Nathan 
who I feel like I outflew, but I did make two mistakes. You can see the game, and I've thought about the two mistakes that I made. Um, we will and- link to the game underneath <laughs> the podcast. Yes, we I- definitely have to link to that game. Oh, we must live on, Ricky. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, there are, I have two videos of me playing, of me doing incredibly well playing very good X-Wing. Let, let me tell you something, Ricky, about the type of lists that you flew and the reality. Mm-hmm. You flew five ships, and then you flew six ships. They are bully lists. Mm-hmm. They have more dice being thrown than opposing lists mm-hmm. most of the time. A bully list loses when you have bad dice. They're yeah. very consistent because they throw so many dice, but if the dice get bad enough, you don't really have the tools anymore. Yeah, in, in my game versus typo... I also didn't take the correct lines. But anyways, the game versus Nathan, basically the long and the short of that was I missed a barrel roll uh, in the initial engagement that caused me to not block his his front line of Z95s. That was a mistake. And then I missed a boost on my, on my shuttle um, at the first engagement that would have gotten me concentrated fire on bigs. That was oh. a mistake. That those were the two mistakes I made. Other than that, I blocked. I, I mean, I double blocked a K turn, which was awesome, and then I tactitioned that, which was double awesome. I mean, other than that, I flew really well. But those two mistakes, on top of the outrageous dice he had, and he had outrageous dice, and thank, and and in some respects, thank God for that video, so I can like, so at least I can show people and go look. Like I'm not just making this up. They it, he had outrageous dice, but. Um, that those two things that I those two mistakes I could have if I would have made if I would have not made them I may have pulled it out um, but I, I who knows but that that was basically the long and short of my list I actually feel highly confident um, <coughs> more in the shuttle list than I did the Horton list even though I really like the Horton list it's just that the shuttle list with that HLC and that extra ship I felt like had just a little bit more punch. What you need is one good game where you trounce Han Solo and you regain your faith in that matchup. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I, needs to happen. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I love yeah. Horton, and Horton's strong, and that, that matchup's actually pretty Han Solo that was, strong. That, the Predator Han made it farther yeah. than the Veteran Instincts Han. Your Horton would have been set up so pretty to yeah. just launch proton torpedoes into that ship. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Uh, what do you do? I'm, I'm fine with it. I flew well. Um, I will say that uh, bully on all of us because there was a lot of people who said a lot of good things about the podcast. I feel stronger about how the podcast performed with people <laughs> talking. You, know, no, you mean, all I, did well. You I all mean, did well. I mean, I don't know about you or, 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 or about Scott or, or, or Mark, but no, but, all three of you. Well, all three I, of you did well. You yeah, did. You went four and two. Yeah, but I meant. I meant That's what Mark did. Yeah, I meant more in terms of like how our like people. A lot of people recognize this, and I thought that was awesome. People yeah. were like, "Hey, are you Kelvin?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've got a really unique voice." But thanks, man, for listening. Right. Uh, so that was kind of cool. But um, I didn't do as well as Mark. Let's let's move on. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Did, Mark that, yeah, let's talk Mark, about Mark. You you, were, you played both days as well. Can we talk about yes. how you were the bell of the ball, man? Like every yeah, you really were. So best, best list ever. Loved your list. What were you flying? And Mark? the best dressed. Well, yes. So I'm the idiot that goes. I'm going to a major tournament where I need all of my being focused on what I'm doing. 
Grab my ascot. <laughs> so uh, I decided, you know, it was a major event. Might as well dress up in steampunk gear um, and try <laughs> to awesome. at least be the, <laughs> the best dressed person there. And of course, Upping immediately the I walk everybody. in and make the joke that, hey, I'm the best dressed guy here, except there's a rebel pilot over there. Great. Uh, yeah, that was that was. I know, uh, man. The, the <laughs> steampunk sheriff was the best. Yeah. So I decided to take something a little bit different. I wanted wow. to. Uh, I had been struggling with this for months after Wave Four came out because there were basically three pillar lists. You've got. Uh, Fat Han, you've got the TIE Swarm, and you've got Whisper. These are the lists that are dominating the meta. And if you're going to bring a different list, it's got to be a list that can be strong or at least decent against all three of them. Some people will tell you that uh, if there was going to be a list that could fight them all, it would have been found already. And I, I disagree, because there are certain ships that nobody ever flies. So I had been struggling with this for a while, and then there was a fact change not too long before Worlds that changed everything for me. They changed the ruling on proximity mines so that now when you drop a prox mine, if the template touches a ship, it goes off immediately. And the moment I saw this ruling, I know there, knew there was something special here, and I started playing with it. So I ended up taking four Scimitar Squadron pilots with proximity mine. Yes, this means I own four fire sprays. <laughs> but uh, so bombers are—I've run them before in tournaments. Well, you had one They're, more ship. What was the last ship? The the last ship was the Doom Shuttle, an Omicron group with Vader. I don't think it's right unless you have a shuttle on your squad. So, of course, I had to have a shuttle. So the TIE Bomber is a ship that is largely overlooked, and here's why. The first time you ever play a bomber, you look at all of those upgrade slots and go, wow, this can carry a lot of ordnance, and it's cheap. So I'll take one of these, one of these, one of these, one of these. Pretty soon you've got a 30-point bomber. And it just dies. It's, it's 30 points and it's got four torpedoes and missiles on it. You're going to go after it first. So you don't have enough of the rest of your list for it to survive. And then you run it a couple more times, maybe strip it down a little bit, but you're just never really happy with it. So most people put it down and never play it again. I find they're extraordinarily capable ships if you can keep them under 20 points. They've got six hull, so they, they survive surprisingly long. Most times, I find in the first round of shooting, one of my bombers is at one or two hull left, but is alive. And keep in mind that they've got the same defensive capability as an X-Wing, but they've got six hit points instead of five. So anytime I say it only had one hit point left, that would be a dead X-Wing in another list. Mm -hmm. Usually. So yeah. you've got... Uh, it's got two attack dice, which people I've seen 
all the time. Oh, two attack dice isn't much. And then they talk about how great a tie swarm is in the same breath. Uh, two attack dice is plenty. It's and if you've got focus or target lock, you've got a decent amount of punch there. And I'm rolling so many. I've got four of these two dice attacks. Usually, you've attacked one of my ships, so he may have spent his focus. So that's that's three modified attacks plus a shuttle. And the shuttle is yeah. guaranteed damage. The and shuttle guaranteed last. damage. And I've Which got, is what I like best. Yeah, ex- yeah. Absolutely. The, the Doom Shuttle shoots last. I've got yeah. four two-dice attacks that strips shields off, that may hurt something, and then the Doom Shuttle goes wham! And, and you've also got the action ex- explosive diarrhea damage. I know you call it Victory is Mind. I... Yeah. I will say that my counter name for that was just as popular, which is explosive diarrhea. <laughs> so, well, and and you're getting into an interesting point because in a standard joust, there are two standard ways to approach or approach a joust. You generally you you have a range three shot. Maybe if you're just out of range, it's skipped. But you have a far shot, and then a near shot, and then there's some K turning. Or there's a far shot, a near shot, and then some turning to try to, to get a to get position. Mine has a third option, which is to fly past but not turn around and do damage before you uh, action damage. So yes, you end up doing some damage during the action phase before they move. So, and that's critical. Yeah. The the result is you can literally take ships off the board before they move. You know where they're going to be when you're plotting. You know if you can drop a prox mine on them at that time. So, and this happened several times during my my matchups, where uh, on Thursday, I think it was uh, round two, was up against a Fat Han. Uh, Got Fat Han down to three hull, moved a bomber, dropped a prox mine. And here's an interesting thing about prox mines that a lot of people don't think about. If you drop a prox mine, you're not the one rolling the dice. Your opponent is. They're attacking themselves. Yeah. (laughs) How demoralizing is that? It's, really, it's yes. extra- it, it was right with your article. Absolutely, it's it's extraordinarily demoralizing. And people have said, "Well, you can whiff with a prox mine, but you know, when you my opponent is the prox mine. <laughs> when my when my yes. opponent is rolling and he rolls three blanks, I I shrug and move on. But, I'll tell uh, you I, what, I'm not invested in the attack. I don't mind what, a one point five damage action, though. I'll yeah. tell you why I like it. If, if your opponent is rolling hot, which means you could be in trouble, and then they have to roll for the proximity mine, and they pick up their dice, and they know they've been rolling hot. Now, let's just say somebody was cheating and bringing hot dice that they had, yep. you know, fiddled with. Proximity mine is the worst nightmare. <laughs> well... And they're like, oh, God, there's three crits on me. Oh, and there have been... 
Uh, and the reverse is true too. When they've had cold dice and they pick it up, and that's when they roll the hit crit. Yes, crit. so many horrible things that can go wrong for them. Friday, yes, I, uh, I felt so bad because my game five uh, was was just that. He was running. I, I want to say Han and three Talas, and his all of his attack. He had focused with everything. All of his attacks were rolled at least one blank. And then I drop a prox mine on one of his last surviving Talas, and he rolls hit, crit, crit, and just goes, I'm out. I'm done. Ow. <laughs> and conceded at that point. I felt bad, but on the other hand, I was, yay, win. Oh, okay, Mark, Thursday. Thursday. You went four and two. I did go four and two. Two losses. What happened? The first game, so first game. I draw my opponent, and I don't pay any attention to what my my opponent's name on the sheet. I just, oh, that's where I'm seated. And then the guy introduced himself as Mishari. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, a good player, <laughs> flew all the way around the world for this. A great guy. Did very well in the TC Open as well. Did very well. Uh, and then during my initial engagement with him, he learns the true power of prox mines. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I ended up wiping out, I want to say he had Sunterfell with Push the Limit and then four Obsidians with Howlrunner, I want to say. I, I knocked out Howlrunner and three of his ties. So he had one Obsidian and Sunter left. And he knocked out my Doom Shuttle and two of my bombers. Uh, so this he was uh, He he <laughs> won by know, five I points. I know where you're coming there. How dare you? So <laughs> and he he destroyed my second bomber on the last round of shooting with a, a moderately lucky shot. So I could have easily won that, and it had I not lost that bomber, it would have been a full win for me. So it was close, close game. It was a very close game. Respectable. Then, so, I mean, I this like was the games. first round. So I am at the very top of the losses, because I had my MOV was 95, and he was at the very bottom of the wins. So the next round, we're sitting next to each other. <laughs> nice. Uh, and we we chatted. Uh, both finished our game too. Uh, I won mine. I don't remember how he did. Uh, so, th- but the next game, game three, we're still sitting next to each other. Oh, this is like if you could have been paired together again, you probably would have. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so he probably he probably lost game two. Then. I think yeah, he did. Probably. Um, but yeah, it was. And then, uh, so I lose my first game. I then proceed to fairly solidly win my next four games. And my sixth game, I draw Sonny. Oh. Uh, Sonny has a Sunter, a Doom Shuttle, and Whisper. And I know I have to kill Whisper. Uh, I'm, I'm tired by this point, but I think I've got a shot. I just need to get a, a, the correct Prox Mine into uh, Whisper. And I get a perfect setup for it. I know that uh, I've already lost a bomber, but I've got two bombers of prox mines, and I've got my own doom shuttle in the way. So I have to move my doom shuttle out of the way before I move my bombers. And 
I flip up the dial in a bomber and start moving and realize oh, no. what I've done. So I was only able to get one prox mine off on on Whisper, stripped Whisper shields. Um, so you but forgot I, to move the shuttle first. I, I moved in the wrong order, and you, that that's, cost the that's game. You the worst. built something awesome into your list to where you can wait. A, wait a second, Sonny. You let you let Paul not uh, boost, but you won't let our boy <laughs> move in the right order. I didn't even ask because I had already start. I had already flipped the dial. Yeah, that's that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm just. Yeah, so Paul never would have asked about that boost if it wasn't offered to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, it was, and you know, he's Sonny's a great player, so it oh, yeah. wasn't like I I felt bad about losing to him. I it's just it was it was totally pilot error, and that's kind of it's a key, hard, like, so you, you so so you stripped the you shields on on. On the prox mine, but you didn't. Uh, but I didn't you, kill Whisper, and then okay. it just went downhill. And, and that okay. second prox mine could have been. That's one. Yes. Five have you ever, have you ever just picked up three red dice and said, "What if I had made that mistake? What would have happened?" I uh, I have though. In, oh, actually, he would have to do it. Yes, you know. exactly. <laughs> the and then that wasn't the the last round. It, there were several r- rounds later, but. Uh, that losses. was the point at which I lost the game. Mm-hmm. All right, and so Friday, Friday, um, attempt I number two. For... Yes, same list. Same list. I decided Faith in the that... list. Yes, because that that's a key point that I was trying to get at here, here is that, that I never <laughs> okay. felt like I was let down by my list. <laughs> I I never felt in any of my matches that I had brought the wrong list or that this list couldn't cut it. Every time I lost, it was on me, not on the list. So Friday, uh, my first matchup is against Whisper, uh, and I I don't remember all the details, but I end up losing that. So so both days I've lost my first game to Whisper. To Whisper. Well, no, the no, first one was Dissenter. You, you lost games. What game six? Game six to on Whisper. Thursday? Game one on Friday to whisper. A whisper is the problem. You need more practice. Yes, absolutely. I need more practice against whisper. And and I had never not practiced against whisper with this list before Worlds. I'd only played it about eight times. Yeah, because you have the weapons. You have four proximity mines and Vader. The, mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, whisper, there was a whisper I faced later on in Friday that I won against that well, I totally should not have won against. <laughs> Um, I was down to my last bomber. Bomber had four hull left, but had a crit reducing his primary weapon value to one. (laughs) Whisper has lost one shield. The only ship left on the game he has is Whisper. I have a bomber. I got my last prox mine off on Whisper, and he rolls hit crit. Oh, this could be it. This could be it. He loses the shield and draws stunned pilot. Oh, still got a hull left. And then I end up moving and he decloaks and reveals a two bank right into me. <laughs> because he had put his crit down. Best game ever. And completely forgotten about it. I mean, this is the next turn, but when you're Whisper, you, you're not running into things, so he had yeah. completely disregarded it, and Excuse- just wham, 
game over. And then they call time. <laughs> I felt that's another one that I felt bad about winning, but I, no, I totally took awesome. the win. <laughs> what was that's the why other? You brought them. Uh, what was the other game you lost? So that was game six again. Really? So uh, both days I lost round one and round six. So both days I was in it oh, until the very end, and that was the one against Typo. Let's that, talk that about important. let's let's talk about uh, Typo. Uh, what do you what could do you think you could have done versus him to get that win? I should. I hate to say this, but I should have castled. Um, because I knew how he was going to play it from the TCO, uh, and I, without the ability to K turn with my shuttle, he was going to sit there, and he was he was playing chicken the entire match, yeah, and it was so that. boring. Uh, and it's a valid strategy, but but because I didn't castle, eventually I got who had initiative. I, I, um, and that I don't would have remember. been a draw, no matter what. No, because this wasn't in the cut. Whoever has initiative... No. Uh, it, it, oh, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. Still, either way, you want him to, to well, commit and, to... And it. I didn't... This was a featured match, so mm. it's the cameras yeah. are rolling. I'm not going to... It's unfortunate, really, because that was, in my view, a nightmare matchup for you. That's the one type of squad you really did not want to see. Usually, I, yeah, you're right. Uh, I I don't have the mobility to counter how he was playing that no, list. You almost have to take the bombers one way, and the shuttle the other way, just to get shots. Uh, well, or castle. Um, yeah, and just I mean, wait for him to come. Then, yeah. So. When you're playing up against a list like that, where you just literally lose in the mobility game, it's it's tough. It's it's the worst matchup I could have had. Uh, yeah. But if, you know what? If it was I had okay. Spot, you know, something that can snipe at range three and kite you all game long. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah I, I did really well. I'm okay. very happy with my performance. Yeah, you, both, you both did well, four and two. I'm proud yeah, of you both. Are... But, but somebody, somebody representation. Get a hold of Pulitzer's golf clap. Scotty. <laughs> Scotty. Congratulations, Scott. Our Thank boy. You Thank you. Flying. There were, I'd say, a grand total of maybe five or six control lists total, which yeah. I think kind of bellies the you point know, to how good they were. What but was your record, Scott? I was uh, five and one, five and in, one. in the um, in the uh, qualifying rounds, and then I, I lost out on the, in the first round of the top okay. 32. I have uh, two questions about qualifying. Did you play Thursday or Friday? I played Thursday. Okay, you won on Thursday. Okay, yes. you had one loss. How'd mm-hmm. that go? Um, I played... So in my first round, I I lost two ships, so I had 150 points even for my MOV, and that is exactly what all the national champions had for their MOVs, and so they got the first round by, and they came in. So I ended up playing the the French national champion, and Uh, he was um, Jean. I can't. Jean Christophe. 
Christoph. I um, Brad. Uh, anyway, um, so. he was really really nice guy. Um, very friendly. He had these really cool asteroids that we used yes. for for our game. He had these like they were you know cool painted asteroids, and then they were magnets attached to the regular asteroid bases. So you were and distracted then, by the asteroids? Is that what happened? Uh, no, actually, I thought they were really cool. Um, no, I, I, I just flat out um, did the opposite of what my plan was. So my plan was to try and not face the swarm all at once, but to um, try and catch them through the rocks and uh, clip off, you know, one or two here, ion another one, and um, uh, you know, try and try and keep keep all of them from shooting at me at once. And um, I did the exact opposite of that. And it totally, um, it, it totally worked for Jean. He, uh, he, we had, we had our asteroids set up and there was a turn. I, I ended up turning all my guys into the asteroids and all of his guys like kind of pretty much formed a nice little box around me. And I had really nowhere to go. If I hadn't turned in, if I had like just gunned it straight, all of his guys would have been entering the asteroids and would have had to do weird, you know, he would have had to fly fly them out of the rocks and then start to chase me because um, I don't think K-turns would have been available. So you hit him a turn too early. I totally. I don't know what I was thinking. That but, sounds. That sort uh, of sounds like you. You he, timed it. You mistimed it and hit him a turn too early to where. He yes. Was just getting to the rocks when the fight started. Yes. He. Um. He flew really well. I. I made a bad mistake and he capitalized on it and I didn't feel like um, you know, his dice were super hot or you know mine weren't really bad. It just. Uh, you know he just. It's he exactly, killed one of my. I mean, he just pu- pulled what the swarm does. He just overwhelmed me, and I, I, I had no place to go. And at, at just final at final table, that's what happened to the swarm. It, it entered the rocks at the wrong moment and just had no play after that. Yeah. Yes. Same thing and, happened to you. Yep. And okay. I, I just went in there and and yeah, he he totally deserved that win. And I knew okay. when I did it, I'm like. That this is bad. <laughs> then, how yeah, how close it. was it? Um, not uh, close. No, no. Uh. I'm talking uh, the five other games that you won. If you had lost, you were out. You know, mm-hmm. you had to win all five. Were any of those nail biters? Did you almost lose any of those? The final game against Ron in in, in there, Ron's he good. was. He was was pretty close, um, mostly because it it took me probably two rounds longer to kill Han than I thought it would. Um, I my opening on that worked kind of perfectly. I I managed to stress Han at range three with the with the gold, and the gold was like my ace in that game. He he never even got hurt. That's um, why I like the chip. And so he tagged him at range three, and I just seeing how he had his ships lined up, I I knew I there's 
he was probably going to do a one bank to clear the stress so he can get his actions and, and do his stuff. But I moved one of my B wings up really fast and barrel rolled into the path of one of his Talas. And then his Tala got blocked, which in turn blocked his Han. Yeah. Uh, and, and I put him on a rock and well, had a couple play. and it, 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 things worked, but I didn't get as much damage in as I wanted um, in that opening salvo. Um, but you know, I was I was pretty happy with how that went. And then um, his talas were doing really good, but I managed to eye on a couple of them and keep them out of the. They weren't getting as many shots as the as I think he was used to. Uh, but. Yeah, Han was just, you know, after a while, I, he had like three or four stress on him, and I, he just gave up. Yeah, it was Gunner um, Han. He does not like agility one targets. Yeah. A lot of so, points that kind of feel wasted. It's demoralizing, yeah, it, really. It, it is, because Gunner was useless. Millennium Falcon was useless. Engine was useless. Predator yeah. was, was really good on him, but... Um, yeah, Predator is a nasty card. Yeah, and, and that, that hurt. Um, and so... There, there was definitely some points in there where I was concerned, but once Han kind of dropped, I, I felt like the game was mine oh, to lose. At that any point. any any Han solo squad, once Han is down, that squad basically can't win. A lot of people—that's the reason they bring Corn—is because it's like a, like a Plan B. Yeah, and I think um, my squad is. You know, it does well against Han. You know, I can oh, yeah. it, especially like push the limit, Han. <laughs> it really, you know, it's like I see when I see push the limit on Han, I'm like, oh, yay! Can't like, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to add to the stress. Okay, um, I'm going to make that card useless for you. And um, well, that's how that's how you counter. You know, I, I said this somewhere. It's like I, I think it was on one of the podcasts actually. Yeah. Uh, the, the way that you attack a list is you pick out cards and you basically make those cards useless. Yes. And that's kind of, you know, it, it, in a lot of my games, those cards were pretty much useless. Okay. In top 32, you made it in. What seat were you? Um, I think I was, I was seed eight, I think. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, that's it was very good. Impressive right. showing. I mean, we we didn't have that many control lists, like very, very, very few control lists in I the whole like field between three, both days. And there were three that made it into and, the top thirty-two. Yeah, but yeah. how many were there that tried to? I think like four. four. I don't know. Some, some small amount many. of, yeah, of control lists that were played, and almost all of them did well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One so oh, one of the guys that, that I played in on Thursday took used my build on Friday and went four and two. Oh yeah, I heard about that. That, Which that I was, thought was pretty the fourth cool. one that I heard about. I yeah. don't know if there were more than that. I'll have to look there, at there Major Juggler's I mean, uh, stats to see. Sozin ran one, and then... Um, I wouldn't call his a control build. I'd have to look at it. It's, it's, it's for, got one ion turret in it. Con- uh, control control spam has to have at least three control weapons, and really needs Then I'd four. say then there was maybe four, four or five total at most. Yes, there wasn't that right. many. So the top thirty-two. Um, my first round is against another fat Han. Only Yay. instead of Gunner, he's got Luke. So I, I, oh. again, I'm I'm thinking this is even better for me because you know he's got Predator and you know wasted two points on Luke. Who won't yeah. So it was like it didn't didn't 
I didn't feel that much. So it starts off, he kind of is moving his Han away, and I decide I'm going to, um, I'm not going to chase Han with this my build. That, this was the plan to beat Ricky, where you engage uh, the, the, the Zs first. Yeah, and I engaged the Zs first, and um, his Zs outdamaged my whole squad. And, what? Uh, yes, yeah, it, it was it was really painful. Um, it it, it uh, and I, it made me think about when you joust with someone, you're inviting luck into the game. Yes. Uh, the more that you, you when you're just chucking dice back and forth, um, you're letting luck dictate the terms of the battle uh, more than than when you do repositioning and I, I I invited luck in and I did not um, I did not get as much yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I did bad I just I rolled pretty average and he rolled better and I would when I get two hits he would get two evades or an evade and a focus and he'd spend his sense. focus and it happens and so I kind of thought that when I jousted his his Z's that he would turn his Han in and I was going to turn mine in when he was into the rocks. And you never did. Um, well, I had to te- I had to keep dealing with the Z's. And that should have been to- dead. That should have been dead. And so I thought I would kill these things or maybe there would be one left in which case I would eye on him out of the fight and then turn everyone to um, Han. But all my guys were really hurt. And then Han was just rolling, you know, he's got Predator and Han, and he yeah. was just doing three, three, yeah, three. If you're, too, if you're too hurt where he can one-shot you, yeah. then and you're not nothing really you can do. And guys were, were hurt, and I wasn't in a good position to meet him with, you know, with with concentrated force. Yeah. And I, it, it all know, fell it, apart. Yeah, and, you know... I, I don't think he, he he didn't fly bad. He didn't he made he made good choices and um, and I, I he should have had a harder fight with Han. Yeah, I, I I think I think I'm not sure what I would do differently next time. But um, I, well, that was one of my questions for you was uh, if you had to do it over again, do you think you would have tried to chase Han? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's it's hard for B wings and a Y to chase an engine Han. Oh, uh, sure. so my my thought was, you know, if I turn away, he's going to turn into me, and then I can turn at him. Uh, th- that was kind of my my thought. I, I really, I think. If we if I played that game again against Aziz, I think I take them out faster. In which case, because um, he just his damage spike was was really high, and it just it's, it's hard to do, deal with. It, like, it, control it, is actually pretty good at dealing with that because you neutralize chips, and then you get out of arc, and then you don't have to roll defense anymore. Yeah, and but when, you're, but you're, when, when you're it ro- happens that fast, when mm-hmm. it comes in, all you know, all the damage gets spiked on the alpha strike as you meet. I, yeah, that's it, hard to deal with. It, it just—I I was that, too that's hurt true for every list, really. I was too hurt, too fast, and even Han doesn't like to see that. Yeah, so he gets caught in heavy fire at the beginning, loses half of his health. Yeah, yeah, I and that's that's how I won against Ron. Is I was able to like just you know strip his shields really fast and then wear him down. Um, but you know, I felt 
You know, pretty good. I wish I had actually spent some time really practicing before Worlds. Um, I think I think I could have uh, done better uh, in that case. Well, we're kind of into uh, you know th- this this tournament was the end of of Wave Four. I'm going to call goodbye it. Wave Four. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Let's put a bow. I mean, uh, so long. We'll miss you. Yeah, let's put a bow on Wave Four. I don't know too many people that were re- put a stamp on it and mail it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Let's mail it somewhere that no one wants to see again. I don't know so- if somewhere that hasn't had Wave Four yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how many people are really enthused. The dead mail zone. Yeah, but like it really was. We're done with you, Wave Four. We're we're to Wave Five, and despite the fact that, you know, I mean, there were a lot of turrets in Wave Four. There's now two more in Wave Five, but in some respects, I feel like the it's a little bit more open. You know, they, go ahead. They all play differently. Yeah, exactly. Thing, you have yeah. flavors of turret now, and flavors of lists to counter them because they're not all the same counters to turrets. Like We've some what counters the outrider does not counter the decimator, right? And vice right. versa. We've got a little bit of an intro to the Wave Five with the. With the TCO run by uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, you and are Alex. yeah, Jeff. And Alex. He's he's Jeff, done at least as much work as I. Anti grapeist. That guy has got an issue with grapes. Doesn't like the color purple. Doesn't like grapes. Doesn't like the flavor. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 what do we think about this sort of intro to Wave Five? There are a lot of turrets. I will say that the the, the top eight have uh, a lot of turrets. Everybody wants to play with new stuff. Yeah, that uh, is is yeah. it. Is it because yeah, totally. it's new stuff, or is it because they're good? Well, people had a lot of faith in turrets because Fat Han was so dominant. So it's like that's where everybody who was betting money, so to speak, is going to put their money. They're going to put it on a turret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and the and turrets are new. I mean, it's like between both of those, if you look at the number of entries, there aren't a lot of lists that didn't bring a turret mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah. Everybody, that's where the, that's what they wanted to play. Mm-hmm. They I wanted mean, to try to win. I brought two, for God's sake, so... Yeah, I mean, I was going to bring one list that had Dash and one that was another, like a Rebel Control build, basically. And then I was like, no, I want to bring an Imperial build. So I ended up bringing a Decimator and Echo. So. Sibley, you did pretty darn good in the TCO. What were your thoughts on Wave 5? So... The first thing, the first and most important note is that Dash is a force to be reckoned with. Um, Very specifically, the Dash with engine upgrade, Super Dash, uh, push the limit, the turret, heavy laser cannon, Kyle, 58 point Dash is is going to be something that we see the rest of this game. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's, He's the rebel echo. If that makes sense, yes, it's, it's yeah. a nightmare ship. Being able to boost and barrel roll and and, and avoid and not be punished by by obstacles is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, I've crazy. been enjoying that a great deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. yeah, just charging through rocks and making others have to turn while you you know barrel or boost and just I've, that's always been my game. I've always used the obstacles to win. You know, yeah. since forever position game and then they just they built me an interceptor with 10 health and a turret. <laughs> yeah. Right. That shoots four damage. Turret. damage. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's, oh, thank it's you. awesome. Thank you, Final yeah. Fantasy. Fantasy Flight Games. You know. So, what do we think about Wave 5? What are we missing? What is is what's going to be good in Wave 5 that that isn't I don't think there? It's, I don't think it's been figured out yet. You know, there well, hasn't been... I, I mean, Dash definitely let's figure, it, let's it, figure is, it out. Is, is, is potent. Okay. Live I, one there. Brainstorming what? session right now. I can uh, tell uh, you I can tell you two things that are going to be good uh, later down the road that aren't really focused on right now. That and is one of them is a counter to Dash. Yes. For both of them, really. Eden Vril yes. is a 32.3 dice turreted ship against Dash. Yes. Because Dash is always stressed. He's pushing the limit. Yep. Yep. So. You've you've always got this extra die. You can start putting things on there to make him even more of a nightmare for Dash. Like, anti pursuit lasers an intel agent. Really, all you need is gunner. Yeah, gunner. Yeah. The and then the other one, I think, got a lot of play, but not a lot of attention. But is going to become a, a true force to be reckoned with once the correct builds hit. Is uh, Shirano with yeah. engine upgrade and veteran instincts? Chirpy, Chirpy, yeah. <laughs> Rear Admiral Chirpy is going to be a very, very serious threat to Dash when Chirpy has the engine upgrade to close the the. And he, there's this great thematic result because you've got the smuggler that's running away from the patrol craft that's trying to chase it down. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. awesome. Uh, the, the I think Corin. Thinking Is, about that, yes, go for it. Go for yeah, it, But uh, the build for Cherno, I think, is going to be if you, if you're trying to hunt Dash, you definitely need Rebel Captive. Yes, yes. Captive is something. I'm you yeah. definitely need Engine. Yes, and I actually think you need Daredevil because I'm Dash chirping. is so yes, because Dash is so yeah, mobile yeah, yeah. that he's just if you try to chase him, what he's going to do is he's just going to turn into you and block Cherno, and then take off in some side direction where it's hard for you to chase because the decimator has no K-turn. So you need Daredevil to turn around and come after him again. It, yeah, definitely it speeds up your 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 chance to, to get back at him and stay, stay no close. One, no one turn on the decimator either. Right. Yeah. Nope. So Daredevil has a tremendous use, utility on that ship. I I tend to think that... Stress is going to be a huge deal in this meta, even more than the last one. I think that uh, we, yeah, we we showed how well that can play and how well control can play. I think rebel control gets stronger in this meta when you're going to see a lot of large ships with engine. So the idea to prevent them from boosting and to prevent Dash from dancing is going to be huge, be it Rebel Captive, be it Tactician, be it Double Ion. The idea that... A2. Yeah, yeah, Control is going to be a very good meta counter to a lot of ships that get brought out. Um, yeah, I, it, it was good in Wave 4, it was good in Wave 3, it's going to be great in Wave 5. Yeah, it's going to be better yeah. in Wave 5. Uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to see some of the good Control lists well, that come out. I, I think control does better when there's fewer pilots 
And when you start adding in these, you know, expense like you know, Fat Hans and Super Dash and you know, an expensive Cherno, Chirpy, then all once there's like fewer ships on the board, control can really, really punish them for for just going with the elite builds. They can they can control and just dictate the the battle. And so yeah, I think it's got leg. I think control's got good legs in this. Corin versus Echo, both of them are good dash challengers. Mm-hmm. Yes, they also don't like to see each other. Now, yeah, the, the real the real Corin build we haven't really seen in Wave Four because you had to be Whisper. Mm-hmm. Whisper is largely going to go away. I think Echo is going to come back. Echo is such a strong dash counter. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I yeah. know we I know I experienced this personally, but oh. Being able to turn 135 degrees is how you fight Dash. Yeah. That's why Suntory yeah. can do it. That's why Echo can do it. Whisper struggles a lot more to do it. Dash yeah. can use that mobility to get in behind Whisper, where none of Whisper's D-Cloak moves really get a shot. I have a lot of faith in Horton this wave. Again, uh, Horton, yeah, Horton, because he pairs so well with Dash Rendar. They pair so well together. I think you can switch in Deadeye for Veteran Instincts and make him stronger against Han. Well, in uh, versus in in the yeah in the I think that's a good option. The way five version for Horton is two protons. Remember, he doesn't have any R two D six. He just goes two protons. He's just wave it. He can, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Deadeye versus Han can also be useful. Yes, if you have the two points to spare. I like that uh, Horton is a great Rebel captive peel. For dash, if that yeah. makes yeah. sense, right? Like, can, yeah, he like, can take the um, shot that gets. Yeah, the he rebel doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't care about rebel captive. I mean, ion cannon turret. He just takes the green boosts and then continues going on. Yeah, uh, the Corin build uh, push the limit, R two D two, engine, and okay. I would say advanced sensors instead uh, of. I would say advanced fire control system. Well. I agree because advanced sensors. It lets you get that crook K turn where you post, and then you K turn, and you can pick your direction Absolutely. after you see where the enemy went. And per and perma perma turtle, no matter if you get blocked or not. Oh, the the yeah. most beautiful thing ever is you know push the limit and then reveal a green move every yeah. turn, and just you you're kind of like uh, a phantom to where you're almost teleporting around. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's do pretty some crazy. Crazy things with with and really boost the, and the only weakness of that is. His ability gets a little weaker because, you know, if you come in on something you want to kill and you target lock and focus to, you know, max offense after you get behind it, you get, you know, four attack dice with focus and then four attack dice with target lock, or you stack one and then the other one is unmodified. But you still, that's, it's a tremendous amount of damage out of it. Yeah. You don't really need fire control system to get it. So, yeah, I think the maneuverability on. With with the advanced sensors is is a much better play with super dash around forty nine point build. Yeah. Uh, that's enough to you know bring Biggs and Garvin to joust through the open. You're getting you know four good shots. That's uh-huh. as good as any other any other four ship list. And then after that, you've got Corn who has become a ghost. He's dog fighting after that. Yeah, I like it. 
And so, there's a lot of other options too, but I think that's pretty, gonna be pretty good. So do we think this meta is going to be a tent pole of Dash and do we think it's going to be Dash and Han and Phantom and like what what do we think if we had if let's go through and we'll go ahead and predict. I think it's going to be Dash and I, other than Dash, I have no idea. Dash and then maybe pe- maybe swarms, but I think swarms are gonna it's gonna be an early a counter attempt that will fail against Dash as players get good. So it's gonna be like swarms will get respect at first because Dash is hard to play. He's really good. He's so yes. good that it's easy to make a mistake. Yeah. But once you learn him, he's like Echo. You don't lose unless you get countered. What do you think? Uh, if, what do you think the tent poles will be if you had to put percentage wise? I'll start with uh, Mark. What do you think if you had to percentage wise put it? This type list, this type list, this type list. What is your expectation? So I'm not sure I can go percentages. Okay. What I will say is you're still going to see Fat on because it still works pretty well against Dash. You're going to see Dash, of course. You're going to see Swarms because even if they don't hard counter dash it's still a lot of ships to get through and they also counter haunts. I think you're going to see the same three tent poles that you saw in uh, wave four just adding one with dash and I think when we get to the next wave we're going to have a fifth. So okay. it's going to be a paper rock scissors lizard Spock situation. Okay. Scotty, what are you sort of predicting when it comes to what types of list are we seeing in Wave Five? It's. I think it's really early. Um, I, I <laughs> see. I, I mean, I, as much as I, I like to think that, I, I, I know Super Dash is going to be a factor, but I Don't also be afraid see, to be wrong, Scott. Yeah, I see some decimators like coming in and doing well. Um, you know, I like all of the decimator pilots. I think all of them I are too. interesting. I really do. And I will I say, go ahead. Of a build, I will that say I, the one. Uh, <laughs> go for it, Jeff. Go for it, Mark. Mark, go for it. I will say the one problem with the decimator right now, and the reason I don't put them as one of my pillars, is not because of the decimator, which is a fantastic ship. It's we haven't figured out the support for it yet. Yeah. What else Echo. do you have in your list? Echo. And once that question gets answered, you're you're absolutely right. Shuttles, right? Here's, here's shuttles, my, everything my, shuttles. Here's my, my 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 list, Mark, and I think you'll like it. It's a patrol vessel with Vader and three scimitars with proximity mods. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new and improved. Yes. So we're really more worried. actually more. It's the same hull and shields all together. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So is there is there enough points for engine there? No. Uh, no, I think it's exactly. <laughs> I would love it if it had engine. Yeah. Jeff takes a step back. No engine. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to play against. It. No. <laughs> All right, so Jeff, uh, what? Let's predict the predict uh, I'm going to be speci- I'm going to be specific because I ahead. care less about being wrong. Uh-huh. Um, dash. Every rebel player who does not have a problem running turrets, you know, some people they do this. They they hate the turrets. They don't want turrets to be such a big part of the game. They don't want anything to do with them. They complain about them, mm-hmm. and that's fine. 
you're allowed everybody's allowed their opinion you know everybody's allowed to be wrong um but everybody else is going to give Dash a chance. I think everybody's going to like him. Cause he's um, there are a couple alternate builds for him that are good until you meet his counters. Um, in the TC Open, uh, Side Slips, uh, Side Slips Dash is a recon specialist. Um, what is he? I think Lone Wolf. Yeah, and then something like that. Heavy laser cannon. So it's just basically it's a dash counter dash. It's just something that doesn't need to stress. It only has the barrel roll, no boost. And it doesn't really like the barrel roll. It just likes to focus every single turn. Mm. You know, walk around on white moves and focus, double focus, and just trade punches with stuff. With the other dash, theoretically. Yeah, with the other dash specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think most people are going to gravitate towards the fast dash because... He counters a lot of the slower ships that, you know, anybody who's looking to bully and just joust, you know, a, a Vader shuttle or a TIE swarm or uh, like a five ship rebel list that is just looking to walk into you and beat you with a superior amount of dice. He laughs at those type of lists. He's never in range of more than one or two ships and he just trades them to death. He's going to be very popular. I don't know what percentage of the player population that type of player is that will uh, that basically plays rebels almost exclusively or doesn't really care which side they play but it's going to be a high number some people are going to try Han Han can beat Dash uh, I wouldn't say it's 50-50 I would say it favors Dash a little but uh, I've only had one match against Paul Heaver's version with RTD2 and I did trade out Dash through all that turtling one on one I was able to stay at range three for the most part and just basically land damage more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and, um... But in terms of counters that we will see rise, because that's what always happens. You have counters and you have counters to counters. And it's kind of like a three-tiered system like we had in Wave 4 where you had Echo, which gave rise to Whisper and Fathan. And Fathan whisper and so Echo disappeared and so you have these two counters that are fighting each other to keep Echo out of the meta because Echo is such a dominant ship otherwise and then you have the swarm to come in that can deal with the strongest counter to Echo which is Han which is Han yeah so you end up with two counters to the big dog in the yard and then you have a counter to one of those counters and that's what you're going to have again you're going to have Dash who He's going to be really strong at first. He's Echo. Mm. And he's going to disappear if he can be pushed out of the meta. I think he's too strong. He's a big ship. He's tough. Um, yeah, I don't think he gets pushed out. I don't think he gets completely pushed out the way Echo did. So he's going to be one of the pillars. But Echo will be another pillow. Echo, maybe. Echo counters here's, dash here's hard. The, I, think, well, I, think, I think what happens is Decimator is going to keep Echo from being a big presence in the meta because... Decimator can build to kill phantoms really, really well. And kill soldiers too. Uh, Gunner, Vader, Rebel Captive. Yeah. And Engine, and maybe Predator. Then you're done. And that could be on Tier No. Yeah. It's a monster ship that is just going to one or two shot a phantom that is trying to fight it, or a soldier that is trying to fight it. 
and not break a sweat using Vader to kill it. So, so what's the counter then? Um, Chirno is going to be the big, like uh, the fast engine. Chirno is going to be the big counter to Dash. Um, he is by yeah. far the hardest fight for Dash. Yeah, if he gets in range one, Dash is in trouble because Chirno's ability actually, is just so good. I actually at, like at that range. Uh, what is it? Um, Yasan on Chirno with push the limit and engine to where you can boost late. You could actually put that on Ken Kirk or Oiken as well if you wanted. Mm-hmm. That late, that late boost. I really like Isani on Ken Kirk, but yeah, to, you know. Dash. The, the the easiest way to counter Dash is if you move after him, he has to kite ahead of you, or he has to come in and go behind you, and let you overshoot him, and then fight you from behind him. You have to turn around, and while you're turning around, he's getting range on you again. Uh, yeah. If you you move last, he has to guess at where he wants to be instead of just being able to move himself to range three at will. And that's why that's, Cherno is strong. That's why Cherno is strong. That's why that combo, Push the Limit, Engine, and Yusan mm-hmm. is strong. I think especially on Kenker because you've got to last longer there. Yeah. Well, if last you want to play Dash's game with Cherno, uh, you take... Uh, op- or, sorry, Expose... And Interface. Interface and Asan, so you can... That actually every- does pretty good. You have so much health. Yeah, and every... Combat, you suddenly get an extra attack dice for I stress. That build, um, swarms are going to be an attempted yes. counter. Yeah, to I don't think swarms going away. That the problem with the interface expose build is and that it is hyper vulnerable to a swarm. Swarm just mows that down very, very quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what you're going to have is you're going to have Dash versus Cherno as the primary mana, and then there's going to be uh, a third something that comes in that is good against Chirino, less good against Dash. It's probably going to be a swarm. Rebel control, man. That yes, that fits Rebel both. Control is always it's always going to be the dark horse. The, the thing is, it's Rebel only, so that you're already limiting the number of players that are going to play it. Yeah, and it is a harder type of list to play. You have to make a lot of intelligent decisions all game long. You can't just roll dice. If you're tired, if you've got a headache, that is not the list for you. But I think it's the most potent list. Objectively speaking, if I had to... If somebody asked me, like, what is the strongest possible list you can make in X-Wing, I would say a rebel control list where you have four ships that can all control enemy ships is the strongest option. Yeah. It's just hard to play. It is hard to play. It is hard to play. Well, we recommend Rebel Control, Galactic Colonnette, so let's see some more of those, not to mention, you know, you can you can name them Frog Squads all you like, uh, in honor <laughs> of the great uh, Scott Williams. I am really looking forward to Wave 5. I think that it's going to be great, and I can't wait until our faction comes out. Yeah, you know, that'll so- be fun. Um, uh, you know, guys, uh, I'm, I've been really, I've had a lot of fun doing a lot of the interviews that we're doing. We're kind of wrapping those up. We still have some more that we're going to finish up, uh, including the designers. Are you guys excited about that? Yes. Yeah. I'm excited that you guys are going to be there for that. 
Yeah, so uh, if you're listening to this now, uh, we are going to be interviewing Alex and Frank, the designers of the game, so long as they agree to uh, to to the day that they set. So hopefully everything's going to go well. If you have any questions that you want us to ask, feel free to post them, and we will. Um, I'm super excited, and and we'll we'll talk about uh, their inspiration for the name Scum and Villainy. Clearly, it's us, but um, just we'll have them confirm it. Um, all right, one last thing to close us out. Yeah, fire, fire away, Mark, Jeff. you need to ask me a certain question. Oh, Nobody yes. ever asks me. How would I want, you I want fix my the opinion tie out there. Yes, thank you. How would I fix the tie events? Okay. <laughs> I would give it a title to whenever it shot at a target, that target would receive a stress token. That would make it an imperial control ship. What's they the don't really have a good one. What's shuttle the... doesn't do a good job because shuttle can't turn around to keep the control. What's the point? Fire spray is too expensive. Delta is too expensive. Zero. Zero. Oh, one. Maybe one. No, I think keep it zero. It's thirty four points already too expensive. It wouldn't be overcosted as a control ship though, because you have a very tough to take off yeah. the board ship that is going to be an absolute nightmare for you. Is that unique then? No. Spam that sucker. Yeah, you want four of those guys. Yeah, imagine that on Vader too. I mean, but you could put that on Tempest, and that would be very scary. It'd be you could just, put that on Vader, be, and be good it'd be too. super scary. Yeah, Vader as he was meant to be. You know? uh, that's a twenty-one point control ship that can stress at range three. I mean, I can see that, and I can yeah, see good. wanting to run it uh, because it's cheap, and it gives. Yeah. The thing is, is that there's really not a good one like nineteen to. 22 point option. At There's a good 19 point option now. <laughs> yeah, the, the bomber oh, the bomber has always been good around that cost, but it's really the only option that you have. Alphas. Yes. Alphas with Hull are pretty good. Or yeah. if you're having trouble against swarms in particular, you might try an Alpha with Stealth. I really prefer the Hull, though. I do too. We've, we've had this discussion. Hull like, makes you last longer on average. Yeah, it does. It, it's... It takes the dice out of the game a little more than stealth does. So yeah. we do have a couple more interviews that we're gonna we're lining up. I feel like we've just been crapping out interviews, like, and we've got a lot of awesome ones uh, that we that we're that, you know we've done, and we'll do more. And you know, bully on us for you know getting a whole bunch of those out. And everybody, uh, we have uh, links to that on our page. Um, but I, thanks, guys, for coming in. I, I, I'm super excited. We're, hopefully, by the time we cast next, we'll announce uh, theorists' victory overall in the TCO. Hopefully. If not, uh, well, I mean, that's nothing different from any of the other tournaments. Theorists almost yeah, makes it and then loses. So I can only promise you that I will have at least one more good game to watch. Yeah, hopefully. Um, it's going to be me versus Dallas next. That can't possibly be a bad game. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that should be a lot of fun. That yeah, be a lot that's of fun. Monday, right? I think I'm. Uh, I'm yes, it is Monday. Uh, I think 8 p.m. Eastern. We said or something. 9 p.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm commentating that uh, with uh, with Dom Cairo on that one, so that's going to be cool. fun. Well, I look forward to listening to that. Uh, I will. I'll go ahead and say all the, the th- you know Jeff you showed me. Um, anyways, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll do some weird move. I'm like, I don't know what he's thinking. Oh, that was the move that won. Okay. Um. 
Anyways, uh, thank you, Galactic Holonet, for listening to the Scum and Villainy podcast. I am your host, Richard White, also known as Kelvin Tiberius. I'm joined by uh, Mark Fletcher, also known as Sable Griffin. Uh, We're finally joined by Jeff Jones, better known as the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter, theorist, and for the one, the only, the top 32 cut, all of our base are belong to you, Mr. Froggies. This has been the Scum and Villainy Podcast. Thank you, Black.